order of the Supreme Hollywood, you are hereby ordered to cease revealing spoilers on your podcast or face the wrath of the great cinematic lord. You must disband your crew and forever close the door to your establishment. Never. I shall never stop discussing movie spoilers. What? This is madness! Madness? Madness? This is the Spoiler Room! Glenn don't scar easy. You did something. It's it's a disturbing film called I'm Zombies, not shocked Toilet of the that. Dead. I, I've um, heard you guys mention the name enough. Yeah, times. there's That's a scene. There's a scene at what? There's a scene at one point where the girl mentions how she's uh, swallowed a tapeworm so that uh, she could get skinny because um, she um, uh, is a model. So I was like, what? And then yeah, there's there's tentacle creatures that come out of the butt and uh he does experiments on the girls and they get mutated obviously as you would imagine things happen that way so um it's bizarre um yeah it's but i mean a lot of those uh, i mean asian cinema there's a lot of what the fuck asian cinema there's a there's a lot of goofier body transgression i guess yeah. For lack of a better term, um, it's not so much like it's comical because it, it it is and it, it it can be, but at the same time, it it is the weird creepiness. It's it's like a, and I don't know if that's a cultural filter betwixt. Yeah, I'm not sure us either. or if it's just the way they play it. Where they play it a little more, not always, but sometimes in a very goofy way, like where like a Cronenberg or a Mike will play it very down and very dark and very dirty cybery thing where it's just, you know it's like, oh, your body is you know that innate fear that surrounds us daily more so than probably ever in our lives right now that your body will betray you <laughs> in a heartbeat um but yeah when you've got some weird cthulhu tentacle <laughs> alien coming out of your butt it's yeah more, a it's, little more south park than it, it's <laughs> it's wild but i've seen a few others too words that the uh sushi there's one with uh involving uh yes i've seen the part of that one i know what you're talking about um yeah. dead sushi dead sushi i think it is. yeah dead sushi yeah. i've seen that one too and that's a wild one that's just whoa you know those are I, what i love about those films is uh, you, yes tetsuo definitely uh, tetsuo the bullet man incredible melting up. man excellent got, yeah Got the chat up, yeah. The chat is excellent <laughs> choices there. Our, our Tetsu, uh, the Bullet Man, and the Incredible Melting Man. Incredible Melting Man's fun. That one, that one, I think we watched a while back. That one was a lot of fun. Um, you know, I, I uh, you know, uh, what is it? A uh, Machine Girl was one, I think. And okay. then uh, there's a Tokyo Gore Police. That one. Yes. I, I think I that was the one. remember that. I think Tokyo uh, Gore Police was the one uh, that had an actual hand cannon, which I loved because I don't think it's a reference that people may get initially, but they pull out at one point this big, huge gun with big barrels and it shoots severed hands. (laughs) And the minute I saw it, the minute I saw it, 
I was like, hand cannon. It's an, <laughs> it's an actual hand cannon. <laughs> And oh I'm like, that they, they, they had to have done it on purpose that way. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I think sometimes that's some of it, too, is that America, we, we cinema here tends to be, especially in the last few years, it's, it's a lot more literal, mm-hmm. I guess, at least mainstream, and, and tries to be, have that even if it's fantastical, it tries to find a reality, which is funny because I remember some years back when we were had more hair. Yeah, at least uh, I did. Yeah, I, there no, was a little bit of thinning here. Yeah, yeah. there uh, was we. There was. I remember us having discussions about how like how piecemeal movies sometimes would yeah. be that they would rush mm-hmm. them out, or especially once we started getting DVDs, then you'd you'd see the deleted scenes and you go well. If you were to put these two minutes in, this movie makes sense without them. Yeah. It, it jettisons it. And now we have those where they'll go, <laughs> okay, we're going to run it longer. We're going to give you all the stuff. And then when you get it on Blu-ray, you'll end up getting another 30 minutes that we carved out of somewhere. Yeah. And whatever. But maybe, be, and I know American cartoons have gotten odd, mm-hmm. but anime has been strange for decades. Oh God! And yeah. I'm wondering if that's just that <laughs> cultural thing, or if those kind of feed off each other. They go, okay, they did that in a cartoon. If we do that in real life, it'll look insane. Though I'm going to say right now, at the time it came out, the live action version of Wicked City should not have been made. It just does not work. <laughs> the, it happens. The, I know, it, but I mean now, yeah, no, I know what you're yeah. saying quite a bit. Is that it? It does translate over. I think the live action and that because I just saw one recently. I got a chance to see uh, a really wild uh, Asian film uh, that just hit the festival circuit, and the poof, the title just escaped me right now. It just it went away. And now I forgot it totally. But it was it was a so zombie. This weird insect circling your head that has it's, the name. It's got the name. It totally. Okay. It's going to come to me. I'm going to end the show tonight later, and it's going to come to me, and I'm going to go. Oh. And you will edit it into the podcast. And then I'll edit. Yeah, I always remembered it. Sure. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> name uh, of movie. Uh, insert here. Name of movie. <laughs> insert. Yeah. <laughs> we'll fix it in post. Fuck it. We'll fix it. In we'll post. fix it in post. Uh, you know, uh, what's funny is we were talking earlier about the the condom for um, uh, uh, night the night you know the night watch uh, watchman. Uh, the yes. thing is, that wasn't the first movie that had a condom tie-in. No, you, you remember? I'm sure there's which... some Kiss movie before that. A kiss movie. <laughs> a kiss movie. Uh, Gene Simmons. Do I make money off of it? Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's got a picture of your tongue on it. Awesome. Ah, it'll be the biggest condom in the world, <laughs> just for the Magnum fellas. Just, just for the Magnum fellas. It's like Derek knows they're insane. Okay. Yeah, well, they are. They are. Um, but all set out of love. All no, set out of love. Oh, no, definitely. I don't remember which movie you're referencing. I'm sorry. It would be, I, I, sh- I feel I should know. I was stalling for time. Seed of Chucky. <laughs> Seed of Chucky uh, oh, had promotional had, because Seed of Chucky, you know, promotional it, prophylactics. Yes, what whenever possible be alliterative. Mm-hmm. It's funny. 
<laughs> so channel your inner Stan Lee and make it as alliterative as possible. Exactly. So you know, see the Chucky, <laughs> uh, which you know that was a series that kind of went the way of of Nightmare on Elm Street, and that it got so pop culture that it no longer went really horror; it went horror comedy, and just paid, you know, played to. Yeah. The pop culture. I mean, when you have Freddie, talk about what the fight. When you have Freddie phone numbers that you could dial. Yes, I forgot about that. But yes. for a tale from Freddie, which was advertised during, and I think I still have it on the VHS tape because I've got a VHS tape of uh, Freddie's nightmares. Freddy's nightmares, the TV show. Yeah, yeah, and there it was, was a comic book around that same time too. Now that I think about it, yeah. And there was it didn't there, last long, but it, yeah, it's one that you snuck by because the parents would wonder. What the fuck is five bucks on my phone bill? Because it was 99 cents a minute. You dial the yes. number and you would get a message from Freddie. He talked to you. You know, they had someone on there yes. that would give the yes. voice. And well, those those things got clever after a while because they would get you'd be like three dollars, two ninety nine for the first minute and ninety nine cents for each minute afterward. And the two apparently the I. I would like to point out I have never called one of those numbers, whether they be, you know, adult uh, or otherwise. Or, okay, you beat me to the end of the joke. <laughs> sorry, thank you. sorry. WCW I Mean the... Jeans Hotline. <laughs> yes. Um, but apparently, after a while, it's like the first minute where they hit you for the two ninety nine was always like just set up. They would, you know, it was all hi, you're here, and blah, blah. They would drag it out as long as possible because they knew they'd get your three bucks and you would have to wait until like the second minute to get any actual content. Part of the and first, like, part of yeah, the first, sure, why wouldn't you? Yeah, part of the first minute was getting the credit card information. They didn't realize yeah. the minute the thing answered, that started your timer. So, yes. so, so the two ninety nine. so even if you hung the fuck up, you still had to pay at least. $2. Yeah, and you still had to explain that to somebody going, "What's this three dollars?" Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I called Freddie. Oh. That's why Mean Gene would always tell you to get your parents' permission. Yeah, <laughs> get your parents' permission. I We're mean, not getting sued for this. We no. told them to ask for you first. <laughs> why? Why are you blaming us? We told them call you or something. Um, <laughs> Yeah, well, I've got. But yeah, I've, no, Freddie was everywhere, like you said. Yeah, Freddie was everywhere. Let me uh, let me see real quick here, because um, we talk about movie tie-ins. It's not just products. Uh, you know, it it spans the the gambit of movie tie-ins stuff. I mean, you've was seen. There, it. I mean, was, you there, collect- was there a Freddie VHS game? I or think I miss. There, I'm misremembering. There that. might have been a Freddy VHS game. I have like um, a clue. No, not clue. <laughs> well, there's a clue. There's clue VHS. There's a number of VHS. I've got, games. I think, two of those. There was a WrestleMania one. A WrestleMania? <laughs> yeah. And I'm not sure how that worked. How, how would that work? I I, th- I think a lot of the, which is weird because, I, like I said, I have, I think, a, two of the clue ones. And I'm looking because clearly I expect them to be near me. Um, <laughs> Um, in the great archive that is Doc's. Place. I'm surrounded by things constantly, yes. Um, I think how they worked was that you would get to certain points on the board or play a card or whatever, and then you would have to play a clip off the tape, mm. which would yeah, obviously always be in order. But I think the theory was that it would tell you, like when you started it, and you would get to a point where it would go, and st- yeah. Stop yeah. Now. Well, yeah, that's how they would work. Yeah. 
And then you get, you know, once you play the mm-hmm. next card, you would play the next bit. So in theory, you could just watch the tape. You could. Because who's going to stop you? It's your tape. And I, I want to say, it's one of those things where I think they did briefly on DVD, but it never took off quite in the same way because there's that scenic game that essentially did that. You know, the, the plus side was you didn't have to rewind it. Yes. There you go. I've got three of these. I've got the original master set and the two expansions they did of Nightmare. This isn't film, yes. but this goes yes. along with your VHS cassette game where this, but this one you didn't, you, you did have breaks and he, you had a host. This was the second host. They were okay. intending to do all the characters that were in the original master game. Cause you, you took the role of each character uh, this okay. one is Baron uh, Samdi, Zomb- and he's a zombie. And yes, I've got it would be a, with that name, sure. I've got uh, a witch as well, and De Catherine, and De Catherine, who was the uh, witch one. And they only did three of these. These are the originals. Okay. I gotta transfer these to digital before the tape that completely disintegrates. I have that feeling but... <laughs> with, with the ones that I have too. But the, the trick is then you have to kind of but... save them, but then you want to block them up into the chapters, right? Well, these, so that's these, extra work. <laughs> these, these went a full hour. They would play during because you had an hour to go around the board and collect keys because you had to collect keys. Oh, before. okay. I think I remember this a little bit more now. Yeah, you you they suggest you play it in the dark. The problem is you can't see the right. fucking board then. No, when you <laughs> but like the tape would just kind of run until yeah. they told you to stop it. So this guy's like yelling at you behind you while you're trying to play the damn game. Right? Yeah, yeah. You, you okay? You would the tape would just keep going and you would just go around the board and if he appeared appeared he would call out a piece or if you were at a spot on the board when he appeared you had to do the challenge okay um and and there was all different kinds so in the original master set it was like this crypt keeper guy who kind of looked like more like the emperor uh, on a bad day no he does yeah. he does no i'm here you know it, it's it, um, I'm, I'm sitting there going it's it's kind of a i'm thinking of the the Crypt Keeper from the the Amicus movie. Oh yeah, and I'm like, that's mm-hmm. not really a stretch. Yes, no. I get it. <laughs> so so he's got the. Hood. I know it's Sir Ralph Richardson, you know, but still, <laughs> he's got the burlap kind of hood and everything. And so, yeah. But there's one to where they challenge you to a staring contest, and you have to not blink for a minute. And of course, everybody's watching, and he keeps his eyes open for a minute. And it's I've watched it. It wasn't looped. This guy keeps <sighs> his eyes open for like a minute, and you're like sitting there going. Ah, with a freaking right. TV, and you're just—that's a skill you know that dude had. And they went, "We know how we can use that." <laughs> okay, the the chat has brought up one of my favorite films. Oh yes, zombie being being zombie, the the unofficial Italian sequel to Night of the Dawn of the Dead. Yes, and if we're gonna bring up the zombie fighting a shark, which I love, um, the creepy moment after that one is is where they they drag you know that gal's head through the broken door, and it, oh yeah. Yeah, right in the eye. Ooh. Yeah, I'm like, how'd they do that? Yeah. That and there's so much Resident Evil influence at the end, especially at the end of that movie. Just the way that the figures are moving and some of the noise and everything. And I'm like, that it's hard to not tie those things together in my brain. That they, and obviously they, that influence comes from somewhere. But I'm like, that's got to be a big movie that those guys watch. And I don't think it was that available at that time. I know mm-hmm. now it's like it gets pumped out like every couple of months. They re-release it somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Remastered. <laughs> oh, my goodness. There's like even it, you know, there was like when a D, that first DVD hit that I mm-hmm. got. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, this movie. How did I not know about this movie so much at the time? And then it feels like it's like, oh, they, they there's a director's cut. There's a this mm-hmm. cut. And I'm like, 
even on DVD, it seemed like there were like four or five copies and all on Blu-ray. I think there's, it's, I don't know if it was Anchor Bay or whoever had the, you know, the some of the similar things happened with some of the, the yeah. Romero films where it's like, well, here's the international cut. Here's the director's cut. Here's the theatrical <laughs> cut. We're going to release them all separately. Here's the box set where you can get another disc in there for some reason. And then if you, oh, look at you, you didn't wait. Ha ha ha. Now you're just... <laughs> sometimes army of darkness they do the same thing too Mm -hmm. where it's just like well here's like 14 cuts of the film oh god yeah put them all together because we want you to buy them all separately and oh my here's the special edition with some extra crap in it that makes it super expensive so you know you got to spend like 200 dollars to get all of them together because there's this t-shirt and a gigantic faux chainsaw thing (laughs) that will never fit anywhere in your house and will make people look at you weird yeah yeah that's that's a bad thing though is that collectors uh their studios are playing at that and they uh come at you at all sides but yes zombie you're exactly right zombie fighting a shark in the movie zombie if you haven't seen it folks you need to watch it it is a gem it is fun it is it is so much fun Keep talking. Uh, I got a thing I can show you. Uh-oh. <laughs> Does that require you clothing? Oh, he's he's left already. All right. <laughs> so uh, I just want to take this moment to thank everyone who's in our chat so far. Uh, we had only planned this for two hours, but we're just having so much fun. We're just keeping going until, uh, well, until either our voice run out or that everybody leaves. I'm not sure which, but uh, I want to thank everybody for supporting us and watching and listening and thank you uh, so much for sticking around for this uh, extended spoiler room. What the fuck? 300. It was okay, going to what? go two hours and we're still going strong, baby. Okay. What do you got? You still got your clothes on. So that, uh, that wasn't <laughs> thank it. Thank you for telling the audio people. I still have my clothes on. So that, that wasn't it. You're welcome. Here's this okay. dumb thing. Oh, <laughs> it is designed to be a cereal box. <laughs> That is awesome. It was it blood because it's got ingredients, which are all the films that There's... are on the thing. Oh my god! It's ingredient. What is that? A collection of all of his films in a cereal box form? Oh, it's kind of yeah. You got the cutout picture of Uncle Herschel on the back, so you can make a Herschel mask. But um, this was Arrow. I want to say all the versions I had of her- of Uncle Herschel's films uh, were always from. Uh, something weird video mm-hmm. and being just the you know some of the because these are old exploitation films the impression you get sometimes with some of these weird things is that hi we've preserved the only existing copy of this film that we have yeah and with something weird i think it you know in, more in retrospect i think it was more the archive that they had collected and some mm-hmm. of the stuff they got from uncle Herschel or from uh, Dave Freeman and what threw me off and what finally pulled the trigger on some of these. Cause was when they're oh, wow. going through, cause they're all on Blu-ray. Oh, those are on Blu-ray. There's Blu-rays and DVDs in the set. Mm-hmm. And it's, 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 if memory serves, it's up to, it's, it's all the, the, the classic once you get up to oh, sure, yeah. you know, Wizard of Gore, the stuff will kill you. I think there was one, maybe one, and even with the uh, DVDs they have, uh, most of, some of them are widescreen, some of them are still in the, the, the TV format, the one, oh, one okay. third. What threw me off once I got it, because they're, they're talking about the quality, it's like, well, 
uh, we rescanned this from a, a print we just found, or blah blah blah. I'm like, wait, a print? You just, what? There's there's a second, <laughs> there's a second copy of Two Thousand Maniacs that might look slightly better and not be what? <laughs> you know. Well, that uh, because yeah. Uncle Herschel, I love those films, and, yeah. and there was at least one of them on here I didn't previously have on mm-hmm. a DVD, and I forget which one it is, or one that they found a copy of that had been not known to exist previously. Sure. And I forget which one it was. I want to say it's like Moonshine. No, it couldn't be Moonshine Mountain. That one I had before, didn't I? Well, I've got... How to, uh, make, a, how to make a doll I didn't have before, but I thought oh, it wow. still existed. This stuff will kill you. I have a... That was one of them where I think mm-hmm. that was one of the later ones that they located. Well, I uh, I got that vinyl. I actually showed. Here's a shill. Sh- yes. It's vinyly mine. Uh, I yes. did on uh, for two thousand maniacs, which is a beautiful vinyl. Um, it is. And the, I think I have a copy of that myself. And the audio on it is just it's fantastic. They've got the clips in there, and then they've got those two additional tracks where he re-recorded them in Herschel's yes. Herschel's living room that yes. just were awesome. And... There was a weird. <clears throat> Around, I think around the time that something weird started pumping out the DVDs, there is a CD that came out there that was it was like a mix of the Herschel soundtrack. So it's got like the theme song to 2000 Maniacs and clips the soundtrack. Oh, and, sure. Um, yeah. The theme to Color Me Blood Red or whatever else. That nice. They could find. But it's, it's not like the Ed Wood ones we discussed right. where it's like, well, we're just going to put the audio of the film on there. It was <laughs> they, like they've here we found all the songs we could find here's the one from moonshine mountain you know here's, here's them singing on the porch you know <laughs> we've got a couple of uh questions in the room uh but before we get to them we will get to them i promise i okay. I, I have something for you so please just listen we were talking about tie-ins i have this let's see if i don't blow anyone's eardrums out again but you're gonna Let's see if you uh, know this at all. Not this one. That's a 60s British actual song that they're kind of ripping off on this, right? No, I didn't. Freddy and the Dreamers. That's Do the Freddy. That's a version of Do the Freddy by Freddy and the Dreamers, which was a, 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 at least in America, was a lower level British invasion band. Yes, that's part of, once I realized that's what it was, that's part of why I was reacting. I was waiting for the copyright strike to come up, but it didn't. But uh, yeah, oh, look, and I lost two people. (laughs) Well, that'll do it. That'll do it. 
It was probably uh, loud too. It was, it was loud to me. Oh, but... was it that loud? I'm sorry. No, 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 no. It wasn't uh, that bad. But it, you never know. You never know. It's, I, it's also sorry. almost ten o'clock that I look, so that could be part. People of People could be leaving then too. Yes, the Freddy. Oh. It's Freddy's greatest hits. It's an album that I had, mm. and it's it's yes. Robert England and what you heard an electronic band basically in the back with some backup singers, and he's covering songs from like the 50s and 60s he's got one original song in there i think but the rest are all cheesy i mean he sings wooly bully for for fuck's sake it's (laughs) oh wooly bully and i'm just like that's one of those things where i'm listening to this going this that who who thought this was a good idea? They called Robert England up and he went, that sounds stupid. And I went, you're going to pay you this much. He went, it sounds like a great idea. Let's do it now. Yeah. So- I get paid how much? I get paid sure, that much? Sure. Dep- right. doesn't depend on how, it doesn't matter how many records you sell. I get paid that much? Okay. Let's- I'll record it right this second. Let's there go. There you go. Well, uh, we do have some questions in here from the one person who didn't go running screaming after that. And if yes. that was a little loud, I apologize. Like I said, I'm still trying to do this whole live thing uh, right. Uh, but we do have, after 300 episodes, what would you say is the movie you regret watching the most? Why has it stayed with you? Doc, you got one? Ugh. See, this is why I'm not on the show that much. I don't have to watch the movies Mark wants to watch. Uh, <laughs> Doesn't even have to be necessarily I, a spoiler I, movie. I'm, it just, I'm, I'm so know. I know I'm so busy. I, I just don't, I, I, I'm not trying to be mean. Yeah, you are. No, I, okay. I, that was more. That was meant as a joke. That's that was fine. Meant as a joke. I'm so That's sorry. Fine. I'm trying to. <sighs> Fuck you. I'm trying to remember something. <sighs> something I've watched. Okay. <laughs> Well, I, most of the most of the weird it either it, it hits in one of two different ways, I suppose. It's either something where I go, "Wow, this is really fun," and nobody talks about it because it's really fun and it's lower budget, or mm-hmm. it's just something weird. Um, so a lot of the stuff that doesn't work with me, I just kind of go, Feh. <laughs> and it disappears now. Yeah. And again, as I've kind of alluded to already, that you. Know, some years back, I would have been more frustrated. Mm-hmm. That was because my access, our access to things in general was different. And when, when you got a narrow urethra, Bobby, um, <laughs> you kind of want everything, everything you want to have something that you can be interested in. Sure. And now it's so easy to just ignore anything. I'm not particularly interested in and mm-hmm. focus on the things I like. Um, so the stuff it's hard to find a thing but having said all that <laughs> um they're i don't obviously they're not doing it now uh i don't and i'm trying to remember the name of the group that was doing it there was a group here in milwaukee mm-hmm. that was on and off effectively doing like a live mst3k oh sure yeah mm-hmm. uh, riff tracks type mm-hmm. vibe um, with that level of, you know, we're going to pick something, you know, kind of respect. I, and there were a couple people in the group when they kind of revived it that I was familiar with from working with them and just liking their style of humor. So it was, I went and saw it a couple of times. That's how I've seen Dirty Dancing. 
Wow. And that's the only time I've seen Dirty Dancing. <laughs> it's during All the, the way through. During their shows. <laughs> during their show when they were making fun of it. Yeah. And I went, this is pedophilia. Why is this a good movie? She's like 15. She... That's statutory if it's you're, not. You you're know. not supposed to think. No, 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 and it, it and that's exactly and that's a good chunk of it too. It, it is just it's meant yeah. to be of a of a time, mm-hmm. uh, referencing a time, and it's like we're kind of nostalgizing a time when certain things were acceptable yeah. that are no longer acceptable, which is awkward. Um, but that's also how I've seen the room, yeah, based on them too. And every time there was an awkward, uh, love moment, scene. Yes, that's the best way. To... We were talking about they, this at the beginning of the show. The, they basically the like did a dance to distract you. <laughs> going on, there was like this whole. They had skits built to last the length of that scene, so that you didn't have to focus on how repetitive and how awkward and all the other things. Yeah. So, uh, so there's yeah. some joy there. Um, um, yeah. So I, 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 I that's the the most recent and this is still a couple of years old but that's the most recent thing mm-hmm. i could think of where i went <sighs> you guys got me through this but man yeah. how do people actually like you know i understand there's reasons <laughs> yeah, and nostalgia yeah, yeah. and whatever but i'm like oh so, so for oh. me uh films that i regret watching they weren't necessarily for the show but i've watched often it's kind of a toss-up and I'm trying really hard to get Derek to watch it for worst movies ever for his Patreon. I don't think it'll ever happen. But Skullduggery is a horrible movie that I've watched way too many times. And tied with that, and I know it's blasphemous. So many people love it. I still, after many times, watched it. I have not gotten it. Dark Star. I don't get that movie. I know what they were trying to go for. I know it's John Carpenter's first. I that's one that just does not land with me. I watch it and I'm like, uh, I've got the DVD where they have like the theatrical and a director's cut on it. mm. Memory serves. I've only watched a director's cut. (laughs) I, I meant to go back and watch the theatrical to compare. And I'm like, and I, and I'm, I enjoyed it. But I understand where you're coming from with it, that. I, I don't know why that one, because it's got all the elements. It's got a balloon with feet for an alien. It's a yes. par- it's a parody of 2001, straight up uh, poking fun at 2001, A Space Odyssey for sure. You know, it's low budget. It's John Carpenter. You would think I'd love this. But I, I, it's for Dan O'Bannon too, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And, but for some reason, that's a movie I watch and I just like, I know I'm supposed to like this. <laughs> I should all, all like the math this. Is here. But for all some reason, here, yes. that one doesn't land with me like other films similar to it. I don't know why. And I, I've watched it way too many times. It was one that was kind of a litmus test for friends. If they didn't go run screaming after we watched Dark Star, then I'm like, oh, okay, well, we can hang. Um, otherwise, they would be like, what movie are you watching? But I never had any friends that go, what the fuck? Well, they did. They shared the, what the fuck movie is this? And, you know, <laughs> we bonded then, you know. so <laughs> Admittedly, some people's limit is a lot lower than others. Yes. So. And, you know, I, I, we know where my limits are. I have usually none. You've known me long enough. Doc. I keep um, looking to try and find, trying to find that along with my my pride. But uh, it's somewhere around here. 
<laughs> the other question that we got is, oh, what Spoiler Room episode uh, was each of our favorites to discuss? And that's going to be a tough one for me being the host. But, Doc, do you got one that stands out for you that was discussed either you were involved in or just that you heard? <sighs> We've only it got 300 to think of. So I, I... <laughs> again, thank you. Yes. <laughs> that's kind of where that brain was going for. I'm like, um... <sighs> I I have a ah, crepes. <laughs> I have the feeling kind of the, the tickling at the back of my head that mm. it's it's not a specific memory. That's the tricky oh. part about it. Because um, I think if it was a specific memory, I'd go, oh yeah, it's that episode where I did this or I, mm. I was in the car laughing so hard uh, at listening to everybody else enjoy talking about this. And unfortunately, I don't have a specific mm. title in mind or episode. Um, so I apologize to the uh, individual asking this question because I don't have a good answer. <laughs> um, it's, 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 <laughs> I know I'm asking the really tough questions here. It's true. Um, and again, with 300, it's, 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 there's a lot to pick from. Uh, and, up to about a year ago when my when i switched offices listening you know to the spoiler room on my way back and forth from work was easy to keep up with definitely mm. so there was a lot of them where i'd go like you know it's just the the engagement that everybody has at that point mm -hmm. uh, at any given point um so I am rambling because <laughs> you I'm don't desperately try to think of something specific. If you, if you can't, and, that's okay. If you can't, and, I, and okay. I, I don't. I, I have I have these moments with 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 Mark sure. and I, uh, where we continue to talk past what is necessarily uh, reasonably just because we haven't gotten to see each other or talk to each other in too long. <laughs> so we're trying to get as much of it in as we can until the next time. Yes. Um, yeah. So that's why this is our. I'm going to probably be a three-hour, two-hour special. Uh, no, it's getting close, yeah, actually. Close. That I love. Um, so it, um, it's, some, it's just the entertainment value of... Um, okay. Uh, I'm going to go with the the time... Uh, I got it. One of the Oshkosh Fests. Uh -huh. And we're back in the room. And oh. there's a picture of us. Yes. And it I, it, I am captured in mid just guffaw, and don't know exactly what moment we were talking about, but just it, it's caught me in a very good humorous moment. Uh, everybody's having a good time. It's 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 you and me and Don and Biff, if memory mm -hmm. serves, or BFDA. I don't I I don't know him as Biff. You guys call him Biff. I shouldn't use that term because that's not my term for him. The BFD um, himself. BFD. Yes. Yes. You know, he's got a sign. Yes, he does. Corey didn't have a sign. He had a sign. <laughs> yes. Um, and if memory serves, that was also the night, which is probably the route you were going down, where the front desk had to call us and tell us to shut up because it was two in the morning. <laughs> that was that was the and first recording we did of Faves of the Fest, I believe, 2016. Was that the might first have been time, that, that was the first time we tried doing that. Yeah, um, we all had microphones because we also had the the one in the hotel where we were all exhausted and, and we gotten access because we'd gotten yelled at uh, 
yeah. and then we were that in was the, that was two years we were later. in like the the mm-hmm. the uh access room or the, mm-hmm. the group room or whatever and we got like halfway through it and we all just and you we were, were like, exhausted <laughs> yeah that was the next year <laughs> that was the next year that's what i thought okay yeah, yeah that's why i don't have I actually a thought of of the fest of 2017 is because because we were going to catch it up and we just never did. Yeah. We we didn't. It didn't happen. We were all exhausted. It was yeah. It was. I thought of that, and then I thought of the one because it's. I think I used the the just the close up of my face as a profile picture on Facebook for a while. Yeah. So yeah. that's how, that's how much of an impact that moment had. So we'll go with that. The, that was... It took me 20 minutes to get to this point. It was the, the faves of the fest 2016. That was the one where we were recording. We got done at the festival. That was when it ran to midnight. And yes. uh, Mark Woldridge, our composer, uh, he was there. Oh yeah, that's right. Mark with, was there too. He was there with us and Don and Glenn and uh, and we were all in the room with his because he had his iPad recorder with his little uh, yes. leveler and he had two mics and we were using the mics for it and we were laughing and yeah, like got to be like two three in the morning and we got a call. I've never been called. That's the only time ever I got called for a hotel for being rowdy because um. We um I'm sorry to call you, but we've had a couple people complain about noise coming from your room. <laughs> I'm just like Ugh. I think the best part was we were already we were like just finishing at that point yeah. anyway. Oh yeah, so we were just finishing. It worked out perfectly we were uh, it's okay, we'll be quiet now. We're, we're, done quiet anyway. now yeah, we're done now. <laughs> we're done. I mean oh, sorry. I, asking me to pick is bad because we know how horrible I am at picking these. I will say, um uh probably one of my favorite moments of of picking a film at random because as i mentioned before about an hour and a half ago uh <laughs> it's um uh, normally i would pick off the cuff each month what film we were going to do outside of the specials and yes. this is the first year where i've planned out the whole year for 52 degrees but uh it Insert was insane laughing here <laughs> it was an off the, it was just on a whim I posted in our private group with our our crew because we talk about the show and what we want to do. And I posted Spice Girls because Mr. Andrew Shearer, the lovely Andrew Shearer of Gone Terrific Films, tossed out, hey, talk Spice Girls. And I didn't think I'd get the pop I would from the crew. But I said, okay, I'll post it up. What the heck? So I put it up as one of the films we could possibly cover. And so many people responded. Let's talk Spice World. And so we ended up talking Spice World on the show because of Andrew Shearer's recommendation. And I did not. For me, it was one of those where I just did not expect the people to respond who responded saying they wanted to be on the show, including Mr. Scotty D himself. I'm like really you know <laughs> and that that was such a fun episode i mean i've had a it lot was. of i had a lot of fun episodes but that one i just remember particularly because i did not expect ever to be talking about spice world on the podcast no and 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 i had kind of forgotten about that until you mentioned it but and and that's the wonderful thing about the weirdness of this because it is a little more generally scoped mm-hmm. this podcast where you can talk about this you can talk about soul plane you can't and just the the joy that andrew had bringing talking about that and then conjuring for and, and everybody joining in and the, where i went the sign of a, a, a good 
discussion about something like this where like before that i you know you want to watch spice world that's not of interest to me yeah why would that be of interest to me apart you know and then kind of hearing it broken down and hearing the enthusiasm going oh this british personality is in it this british you know comedians and i'm like wait i'm sorry what I know you being the consumer of British entertainment. Yeah. How have you found a way to talk me into being interested in this? I didn't think that was a thing. (laughs) And it's not that I've seen it yet. Cause, but I remember very vivid, you know, not, not that you brought it up. I remember very vividly going, shit, I want to watch this right now. (laughs) That's not a thought that I thought would go through my brain. (laughs) And kind of the same, you know, I remember, seeing the trailers for soul plane and just going that just looks silly and mm. not in a good way you know because sometimes there's the ah that'll be ridiculous and something uh, and then just hearing kind of him break it down i'm going okay no no i <laughs> hmm. well it, it, there was another pootie tang oh yeah well you're you're and you're... that should have been a you know yeah that was one of those where i went no, Andrew, and I'm not shocked that Andrew's right. I'm not trying to say that there's some surprise in me yeah. that Andrew was right because Andrew knows a lot of things. Andrew, he, he does so, know a lot of things, and uh, he also he, likes Muppets, so that he, makes him very intelligent. There he goes. He, and uh, hopefully, uh, I do believe uh, we may even get a segment recorded uh, by him for the show at some point. So that'll be that'll be fun if we can get that for him for the podcast as this, only as this turns into a glorious two-part episode <laughs> as this turns into a possible three-part episode uh but this has been a, been a while since it's, those <laughs> it's been a long time since we've done one of these yeah i guess well jenma keeps asking questions so uh another question oh, is there a movie you guys want to do a spoiler room on but haven't found a niche for it yet um, I don't even know that that would be an issue, really. It would just be just scheduling it. Let, let's just say there are plenty of films, and they're coming. This will be a great... This is what we call a segue in whatever business, folks. Is this a trailer? Is, is this a spoiler well, for is, future moments? Is, is this, there a is movie? This, are we dropping a big <laughs> announcement now? No, it, we, we dropped it. It came, it spawned from our last live one, and now it's come to fruition. So Uh-oh. is there a movie you guys want to do in the spoiler room but haven't found a niche for it yet? There are plenty of them that Mark the Movie Man would love to talk about, and we will be talking about some of them next year with our cannon fodder series yes i'm calling whatever could that mean mark whatever could cannon fodder be why i will tell you doc uh cannon fodder series spawned from our last live one uh (laughs) thanks to our wonderful friends daniel and angelique uh we are going to be covering 12 canon films next year and there'll be a link in the body of this video when it's done if anyone ever wants to watch a three our video <laughs> of us rambling, but there will also be a link on the um, right on the uh, Special Mark Productions page. We will have a poll up. I've got about a dozen, a little over 18 or 20 Canon films listed. You can vote as a survey of which Canon film on that list you would like to hear the spoiler room discuss. This poll will be up till December. And you do it as a survey. You just ch- click the boxes you want, and it'll send me the results. Then I'm going to tally them up and give the results. And those will be the 12, the top 12 votes will get the 12 canon films that we will be discussing next year. 
Now, in between those, I am not doing something again like I did this year. We're planning out all 52 episodes because it was fun, but oh my lord. Um, you just didn't have time to do anything else. Well, no, not really. But uh, I do like more spontaneity. But there, yes, there is going to be a pool of films that I'm going to want to talk about during uh, the year that I will be putting up with the group. Uh, B movies. We're going to be covering in between the canon films. We're going to be trying to cover less blockbuster films and more of the B and obscure stuff and stuff that I've been wanting to talk about forever, like robot jocks. Like uh, Buckaroo Banzai and the Adventures in the Eighth Dimension, <sighs> Remo Williams. Oh, uh, man. How about Biggles, The Adventure in Time? Oh, good grief. One of Peter Cushing's last, if not his last film. <laughs> I knew you'd know the movie. I knew you would know the movie. Uh, I mean, so. It's been a long time since it was on television and I saw it last. It's probably been 20s. Cloak, Let's not do math. Cloak and Dagger. I mean, stuff. Remember uh, the title, yeah. Cloak and Dagger with uh, Dabney Coleman. Uh, yeah. So uh, stuff like that is what we're going to be watching next year in between our canon films. Now, I also am g- another milestone year. I'm going to be 15 years on YouTube next year. So I'm going to be doing something or trying to plan out the complete package, which it's going to be one a month. There's going to be a movie that's going to be a spoiler room episode. It'll be it's an Avinally Mine episode. It's going to be a final cut review episode. Oh, and if possible, get an interview as well for who's involved in the movie. But I don't know. That one's not guaranteed, but you'll have at least three of those. It'll be called the complete package and all three things will be geared around the same movie. So a quick review from the final cut, a deep discussion on the spoiler room and a look at the vinyl soundtrack from that movie. I already know the first one, and Doc knows why I'm going to do it. The first one we're going to do is The Apple, starring Catherine Mary Stewart. Don't judge oh, me. Well, um, no. Why <clears throat> you, you talked to her twice, once or twice. twice. And, and hopefully uh, we can get her for an interview with time. that, because uh, I'd love to talk to her about that film, because it's a wild film. I've got the vinyl for it. I've got the movie, so... You know, that's, and that's not, that doesn't sound like the sort of thing that would be easy to you know, or normal to have a soundtrack for. It's not like it's a <laughs> Star Wars film or Indiana Jones. Where no. It's like, oh, yeah, you have the so, soundtrack to the Apple film. OK, fine. So there you go. <laughs> There's lots of stuff going to be happening next year. There's going to be the complete packages, which I'm going to have at least half a dozen, if not more, depending on if I can finagle them. We're going to have the Canon fodder specials. We're going to have. Uh, the B-movie discussions in between for the spoiler room. Uh, yeah, I've got some other things planned because 15 years on YouTube, I'm the old man of the stream. So uh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> That's normal enough for you at this point? It it's seems. normal. It's normal enough for me uh, when the average well, age of, of the YouTube is a lot younger. But, but <clears throat> and, and let, let me say this, though, too, because... Uh, in our current times, if you will, hmm. um, I get to watch a lot more YouTube than I might normally have done. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm sitting at my work desk right now, if you will, <laughs> um, because I've been working from home since March. And sure. so my television is right over there. Right there. So. Um, so having it on 
through a good chunk of the day and being able to watch or kind of half watch things or listen to things as I, as I go is uh, part of what helps kind of keep the day go by. And um, there are, and I don't know how much of it is a reaction to everything else being so profoundly negative sometimes, Mm -hmm. but uh, there are some long-term YouTubers uh, and I'm not, here to try and cut anybody down i'm not going to say this to be mean to anybody that's not my intent but uh, if your youtube title involves being angry or rage I, you know <laughs> irate or rage being kind of part of your motif it's not something that draws my attention mm. uh and it might at some point again and it, it definitely would have at some point in my life but now is not the time where that interests me um and the the spoiler room has always been as much as there's been uh reasons as much as we've you know in my limited way that i've been a participant as much as there have been things that we've had to kind of dissect and maybe tear down occasionally or say this is not eh, this is not what it could be right or you and my discussions on astral radio z where we do we just have to go no this is just not good there's always that goal to find a positive thing mm-hmm. to be not the high we're feeding off the history of movie criticism being a profoundly negative thing the rex mm-hmm. reed the <laughs> where where it was comically over the top mm-hmm. how negative you could be about something if you really wanted to be. And unfortunately that has really fed that history pre-internet has really fed the internet criticism mm-hmm. more often than not. It's something that we're all kind of sad about sometimes. And while it happens, it's not a goal here. There's, there's plenty of places where, just talking about a thing and expressing your opinion without having to be uh, catastrophically over the top negative mm-hmm. is the you know not the goal. Just to have that inter- have <laughs> yeah. that be the entertainment value that's brought. And um, and and I like having that, and I'm very glad that you have managed to foster that over the course of 300 plus episodes of this and that and everything else that you've done to be not necessarily a positive but it's it's definitely not a negative place to be (laughs) no and this year i fully admit there were a couple films where we kind of dogged them a little more ian i especially but at the same time it was never mean-spirited and we totally acknowledge people like them and that's awesome we just didn't see it those are and those are two different things because you're not putting on a character to go well i have to tear this down yeah so i mean we saw it's a I this didn't work for me type yeah. thing. That's still those are two different things. Yeah, and Jenna Rock's been watching since I was on public access here at Stevens Point on student television doing the final cut, which is Oh, where... I'm so sorry to hear that. <laughs> those those wonderful episodes, which <laughs> I digitally I digitally archived them. I did show a small yes, clip did. on Facebook. I watched them recently, and they may never see the light of day. I've, if I they are, I'm going to just very small, like little, you know, cheesecake chocolate covered bites <laughs> that are like this big, 
but that if you, that you but cut little sequences into like future final cuts uh, where you don't really hear you talk but it's just a little picture yeah, of you yeah it, <laughs> i saw hi at one point i had hair and was oh skinny God. just like every other 20 year old person dear god was i skinny and i swallowed a, a, a lot i swallowed quite a bit um, i'm sorry like and every other where i'm like oh my god i watched these oh movies. oh 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 not that See, no out no of context. no uh, not you gotta provide no, context no no not that slow i'm gonna fucking cut you now motherfucker. No, no that's I, between you and Derek. it has nothing to do with me <laughs> oh <laughs> well well, well oh. said, sir well and i got a big cheerful face myself so you know so, i was yeah, a, i'm not I am not cut, I am not making jokes about it. So, oh, you're, are we are we gonna go? Well, this is not a sizeless comment. Should we bring Should of... we bring up a certain movie role that you did that involved a certain something and an act of? <clears throat> I was not the one. I was being the, the, the receiver. The seal. You were the receiver. Yes, that too. You were you were you were not the seal. You were the horn. But <laughs> okay. <laughs> No, 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 this is a related but totally separate conversation now. Let's okay and done. Um, as you may have noted the other weekend, I, I uh, made a run up to Oshkosh, mm -hmm. and uh, Oshkosh being in the situation it's in right now, it made me politely uncomfortable. But yeah, you know, I had you know, I had my blue demon mask on, so I was I was feeling good. Um, I got to stop into Eroded Winds in its sure. current location, which mm -hmm. I think is new. It's not yeah. where it was when I remembered. It's on. It's like right across. The street, yeah, it's almost. it's right across the street from almost across the street from uh, Her House from of Heroes. Time. Yeah, from the time. Yeah, and yeah. the time and everything. Mm -hmm. um, walked in with 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 friend Christy and going to head for the good cheap discs and hopefully find some children. And I look up and there's there's Mr. John Pata. Yeah. My good friend, who I have not seen in forever. So the bulk of my time spent in the store was actually talking, talking to John. To John. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. No, um, and it made me feel very good because I haven't seen John in forever, and John is a yes. mensch. And um, I had to. We had to leave because we were going to go have a socially distant conversation with our one other friend. Mm -hmm. And he's, oh, you're going to see. We got to go see so and so. And he's like, oh yeah, okay, I know who that is. That's cool. And I'm like, oh, that's that's a nice little bonus. Uh, so as then we were talking to our producer friend. It was, and and I'm I don't know if this is a thing I've said on tape, for lack of a better term, because this is not uh -oh. tape. I feel like this is one of those things. I've said tape, and now I feel incredibly old. It's like when when my folks say that they recorded something, they 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 taped something on their DVR, because that's not how this works. So no. thank you for me being old now. Um, but I blame i use that in gigantic quotes i blame john for everything <laughs> because you found out about the horror fest that john was running in oshkosh so we went to the mm -hmm. second annual uh so there we met john we met derek we met Corey. um i got to meet the bfd who i had mm -hmm. not previously really known bfd starts to say, hey i'm going to do a short film I sign up for the short film. I meet my friend Alice. That got me into some of the more live performing here in Milwaukee, and that's where I am now. So I blame John. 
mm -hmm. in a very positive way for so much of that. I, I, and I don't, it's not his fault, but I feel like I am part of his legacy, whether he wants it to be or not. No, no. So and I mean that out of great heart and, and gigantic thanks for him. So much came out of that first Oshkosh Horror Film Festival. Yeah, uh, you know it's funny. You're, not to diminish the current one by no, any stretch. When I say the festival, that, just, it's a great tradition. It, it, it is so a, far. It is a, it, but, that is just a thank you, John. Uh, that I don't get to say in public, but it, and I probably should say more frequently. I, but that's he's why I'm doing Shakespeare and things like that right now. So that's all his fault. It is. It is John's I fault. Now of John. <laughs> you are cultured because of John. He'd appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I've seen some things from John. I was on set for Hole in the Wall, and yeah, um, <clears throat> which again, this is why I always push the small film festivals, and I like the horror film festival in Oshkosh, John's, and then the one that Lee and Paul have put on. I like the smaller venue festivals, and why Doc? We call him Doc. He, you're a Doctor Who fan. They refer mm -hmm. to things as fixed points in time in Doctor Who, things that cannot change their major points in history. The Oshkosh Horror Film Festival, the second year it was running, the first year we went, is a yes. fixed point in time within our circle. It's why the spoiler room is the way it is. It's why the shows that you've seen are. What had spawned from that first year of the festival was I met Mr. Derek Carey there, because he uh, had uh, the Screaming in High Heels showing yes, he there that year. That was the year. first thing we got to see. That was the first thing we got to see, and I got to meet Mr. Derek Carey. What's also interesting is Mr. Derek Carey got to meet Mr. Corey Udler at that film festival. For, they didn't I, actually know each other before that? Apparently not, because Derek and I have oh. discussed about what has spawned from the festival, that the, the Horror Fest in Oshkosh. And so they got to know each other. You got huh. you got into film. You got into a you know short. Glenn got yeah. motivated. Uh, he wanted to do a short film, and after the fest, he got some connections and f advice on how to do it. It linked right. up our buddy Mark Woldridge, who got connected with you and with Glenn, and you guys made the short yeah. film. And Mark's done some music for other folks. So much yeah. has spawned friendships, connections, me getting a chance, thanks to knowing Derek, being on the set of Hole in the Wall and being a movie yeah. geek my whole life, actually taking part in an anthology where I got to spend 14 hours in a smelly fucking barn for two weekends. I loved every minute of it. I, as as long as the day was, as frustrating as sometimes the days were, I loved every minute of it. I I was in two of, I appeared on screen in two of Glenn's films. I appeared, I assisted in the background of the third one. Um, Corey called, you know, contacted me in a slight panic <laughs> as he was work trying to finalize his. Uh, what ended up being his currently last film and got to briefly appear in it, which is now currently streaming on the Troma streaming service. So yeah. Hole in the I wall. Mean, is, I is have 30 too. some seconds of periods on a Troma film now or a film that's, that's mm -hmm. at least streaming through Troma. How it's insane to me yeah. to think that, um, 
besides all the other things, how much, well, how much more I've gotten to do since then and, and, and all the, the live appearances, whether they be from Variety slash Burley or the Shakespeare that I do. It's most of the crew uh, has spawned because of the relationships I started it, at the Oshkosh. It's all that damn John's fault. All that damn John Pata for holding such an awesome festival. I, I am very fond of John, and I, I wish him every moment of the best every every oh, time I think of him. Fantastic. He's a, he's a mensch. He's a talented. And works on great films. Talented individual. He was involved in the one that I really, really, really want to see, Jill Jill Six. Oh, the stylist. The stylist. Yes. He the full film. He was involved yes. in it. I can't wait to see the feature version of that short. Man. That sure looks so good. That trailer looks. I'm oh. like, oh, I'm drooling over. The, I'm like, I want to see the stylist. Dead weight going going to interview him in the bathroom at in in the time for dead weight <laughs> is is probably yes. the best you know final cut slash boiler room thing. I both of us. No offense to anything else that we've done. It's probably the best thing either of us have ever done for this. Interviewing John Pata at the premiere, and it's on uh, the YouTube channel, folks. On the uh, it's uh, one of the highest rated weight. things, if memory serves. Yeah. On the dead weight, on the dead weight playlist on our YouTube channel, it's there. We interviewed Mr. John Pata the night of his film in the men's bathroom of the Time Community Theater in yes. a stall. In a stall, no less. We caught him <laughs> coming the point, out of a stall. The, to the point where there were people after that going, are you going to interview me in the bathroom? It's yeah. like, do you want to be? Because we can have that happen. To where we had we're not the, like that. One of the female cast busted on. Was it Michelle? Uh, it, Michelle. Yeah, it was. God, I'm sorry. I'm blanking on oh, her last name now. Sorry. It, I, that's half the joy of that moment of us. I, we were doing, She just popped in. What are you guys doing in here? Yeah. We're talking about. Okay. It ran back out. Yeah. So that was a, before the film. So I'm like, who? Yeah. Who is this? So a lot. Who is this lady? A lot has spawned from that. Me knowing Rich Peterson, because Rich Peterson played one of yes. Corey Udler's films, Incest Death Squad. I knew Corey Udler from meeting yes. him at the festival. And because of that, my movie reviews were showing on the Bordello of Horror in Madison. And yeah. folks, if this sounds like it, yes, we are totally giving love to John Pata and the Horror Fest. And this is why Much. so many of us in the spoiler room love indie films love indie festivals the smaller ones the ones where you get to meet and shoot the shit and go out to the after party afterwards with the indie filmmakers get to know them because you learn so much and it can open up so many things than going to a big convention where you got to pay everybody to see them or even get close to them i'm not knocking those at all i'm just saying that it's a totally different vibe. If you're going to do one, why not do the other? The The spoiler room has learned, has this group of people and all of us share this passion for these films. And this is why, because this show pretty much spawned from that. And yeah, uh, yeah it's, the, the, it's one of those fixed points in time. The three, the three dudes that I, I remember walking out of that first one going, okay, these are the big guys. And we got to talk to all of them and, they seemed really cool it was john it was derek it was Corey. yeah and it's like you know Corey. i've i've gotten that moment of getting to work and it was insane and yeah. I, it's not like he was trying and, and 
I'm going to talk nice about Corey for a minute, so he's going to feel weird if he ever if hears he ever this, loses, because yeah. he won't listen to this. So no. That's fine. Well, it's three hours um, and twelve minutes. I don't know if anyone's going to listen to it. Well, even if we cut it down and you cut it down and just put this moment of here's where we we talk mm-hmm. nice about everybody from Oshkosh and be like, ah, it's two minutes. They wouldn't still listen. Um, but it's like I I have I have a like a page, mm-hmm. a little one of those little like. You know how like the the charities will send you like the weird right. little notebooks that to try and get you to send them like a dollar. Um, once I got back from the day of shooting that I had with Corey, I came back and wrote down like a front and like the other half side of just notes of thoughts mm-hmm. uh, that I had that Corey had I felt had displayed that day as director mm-hmm. that. I went, he's not trying to teach me anything. He's just trying to make, finish this, this Fakakta movie. Hmm. And I went, okay, but here are the things he did that as a younger person that would not have, you know, not necessarily at that moment, but like right. younger than that, where I would not have occurred. I would have been like, no, I'm trying to tell my story and I need to mm-hmm. tell my story. Um, we would just, you know, the points where he would just, how are we going to do this or mm-hmm. i want to do it this way yeah but you know if you did a little bit of this oh yeah okay uh even the brief scene i i got to do for him because we had time mm-hmm. it was a if we have time do right. you want to do this I went, sure of course i do <laughs> but if we don't it's cool you know mm-hmm. i'm not gonna tell you we have to do this thing and he's like yeah we got time let's go do this it'll take like two minutes and I had learned by the course of that day to say, well, here's the thing you asked for. Right. I will give you that first. Mm-hmm. And then here's this other thing I had thought of after all of this that we <laughs> went through. And he went, let's do it. And the thing that I said, hey, let's try this, or, or let me give you this too. That's what's in the film. Nice. So it's it's... Yeah, it, it, we all learn from each other, and it's great. Yeah. And it's 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 you can do that at that at I don't want to say at this level because it feels like we're all kind of trying to. Um, Are you kidding? I'm still I, at ground it, level. What are you talking? It about? feels <laughs> it feels special to me that I've gotten a chance to do that. That mm-hmm. you know that John, you know that these people recognize me to some degree, and they like talking to me. That uh, Corey was willing to do that. That 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 if things had gone differently this year that I might've been able to do some other things for some other of those people that are with them. And when things straighten out a little bit, maybe that's what'll happen that we've got some time, but it's, it's just the excitement of being able to occasionally be creative Mm -hmm. with these folks that I have on the back of my head are going, these are the guys that I thought were super cool <laughs> when we went to that first one. And it's not that they're not, it's just, it's like, they are super cool. It's just, we're it, they've got to do some to things. <laughs> they've got to do some things that, that were really impressive at this yeah. point. And they're just really cool enough to, um, yeah, what's the word that it's, they're not trying to protect a spot. They're trying to pull us up with them. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I appreciate that. Oh, we got oh, one more. One last question. Yeah, we were going to wrap it. <laughs> I did not plan on this being this epic I, long. I didn't uh, look and see what time it was till now. Yeah. I've just been rambling for apparently 30 minutes. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. One last question. Part four. Uh, if you yeah. could interview one person or group of people, who would it be? <clears throat> who who should, should we try to interview if we could? 
doc who would you want to interview or seen interview on the show a lot of those people are dead Um, yeah i know right (laughs) no offense to them it's just it's like oh that'd be cool oh that guy's dead um Oh, be fun to talk to. Well, it, it's a mix yeah. of people that we've have talked to, and the people <laughs> we we got. I mean, we uh, almost we almost lost I, our video there for a minute. I think we're going way too long. <laughs> no. But I, I had I had a picture pop up on my feed okay. the other day of us at interviewing at the fest, and yeah. it was uh, the earlier version of Slasher Studios. Oh yeah, made me happy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but just getting you... a. I'm trying to think of somebody we haven't to, to, in general. Who would be fun? Play the Jeopardy music for us. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say something crazy just because it's sure. it, it popped into my head and it'll be fun. Let's talk to Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, he'd be because <laughs> that would just it just be five ten minutes of silliness. That just be would fun. And we could that do would, that. We could, we could definitely <laughs> do that. Um, who would I want to interview? Uh, Corman. I would love to talk to Roger Corman. Would have been a great. You broke interview. up. I lost you. Oh, am, am I still here now? Do you still hear me? We've gone too long. Hello. Okay, I can hear you now. You're not hearing me now. All right. So, um, yeah, uh, I would say Roger Corman would have been yes would be that's an excellent choice would be an awesome person though it'll never probably happen he would be awesome to talk to because of the films he's created and influenced and just in general i think he'd be really really cool to talk to um and kevin bacon so if kevin if you've listened to this four-hour yeah. podcast yeah right um kevin bacon definitely uh, for the show, if nothing else, I think that'd be a great capper. For that would be a good way to finish off this year. <laughs> but talking well, to Kevin Bacon, we hi. Here's the 52 movies we've talked about. Well, let's, <laughs> talk to Kevin Bacon. let's talk to Kevin Bacon. Well, uh, we'll see. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll reach out. But in any case, I think we're going to wrap it up because our two-hour show has gone three hours and almost three and a half hours here. Um, but tonight, I'm past. I'm almost past my bedtime. I don't know about you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I've been here the whole time, so uh, people have been dropping in and out. (laughs) And uh, hopefully we'll have some uh, recorded comments as well from folks. Um, And, uh, Doc, do you have anything you want to shill? You got a license to shill? Oh, right. Yeah, almost forgot. Um, At the time of this recording, it is Tuesday the 6th of October. Yep, it's still Uh, Tuesday. (laughs) At this point, tomorrow on the Facebooks. Uh, the group, uh, as I've kind of half referenced, that I do Shakespeare with, will be performing uh, the Scottish play, uh, Macbeth, because it's October, and that's what we tend to do in October. It's the beginning and beginning of our long-term run. Uh, we're doing everything on Zoom and Facebook right now, so if you go to the Boozy Bard Productions page tomorrow at about 7 p.m., uh, there'll be a performance of Macbeth that I am not currently scheduled to be part of, mm-hmm. which is okay. We we got that much enthusiasm for this play. We had to split it in two. Oh. Uh, so it'll be tomorrow on the 7th, and there'll be another performance on October 28th, which I am currently scheduled to be part of. Um, and unless something... We did uh, Christmas Carol in July because Christmas in July, so unless we get uh, 
bored or enthusiastic about doing a, a Christmas Carol again later in the year. This will probably be the end of this year's performances, but we'll find out. And next year will be what next year is. So Boozy Bar Productions, I'm Stephen M. Walterstorff on the Facebooks, on Letterboxd that I never update anymore. And thank you for listening to all this rambling. Yes. If nothing else, just follow Mark because eventually I'll be back here again because I can't quit you, man. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. I appreciate the folks who have stuck with us for the three hour plus <laughs> epic what the fuck episode 300 episode actually kind of fitting and a little over three hours for the 300 episode there's all the three in there um, True. so uh yeah we got a lot of great stuff coming up so stick to the youtube channel if you want early access to stuff stuff that you can't get here there's more spoiler room goodness on our patreon i have very reasonable tiers for very uh for a lot of content that is up there um, so check that out. And the bigger that that gets, the more things we can do, uh, which I have other ideas and plans, but unfortunately due to not just COVID a go-go, but, uh, limited, uh, financial reasons, I can't at the moment, but, uh, I thank you all for your support and sticking with us. We got a lot more great things coming and now we're going to close out the night. Uh, I'm going to not try to blow out your eardrums, uh, Thank you for joining me, Doc. Thank you, uh, BFD. Thank you, Ian. Uh, all of you guys uh, for showing up. Thank you to all my crew for joining me on this journey and still coming back every week. God, what's wrong with you people? Um, uh, I, have a, to, I have a mineral imbalance. I <laughs> mineral imbalance. That's a good reason. So <laughs> I think we're going to close it out with uh, he has provided all the music for my channels and my programs for over all the years I've been doing this, the YouTubes, Mr. Uh, uh, Mark Wildridge, uh, he is part of a group called Spaces Between, and uh, they have a song that I want to play here to close out the episode. So please stick through it and listen to it. It is a really good one. And then after that, you may even hear some Night Keep uh, from Mr. Daniel uh, Dragonborn as well. So we're closing it out for the night with a little music. Please stick around for that, folks. Thank you so much again. And now I guess we'll just say a good night, everyone. And you keep a ticket stuff. Oh wait, that's the different show. That's that's a different show. One of you know uh, many, many three. <laughs> I don't know how many shows I do anymore. I don't know. I just I get an idea and I go, hey, let's record this fucker. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
twisted vine that shooks and steals your life and mine.